This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, February 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. ALRB's case to Supreme Court. Water board member decries VAs. Direct payments down this year. Booming demand for H-2A. ALRB sets the stage for Supreme Court case over union protections. The Agricultural Labor Relations Board has laid out its arguments for an upcoming U.S. Supreme Court case. Two agricultural employers are challenging California's 1975 law allowing farmworker unions to enter private property, claiming it as a taking of property. A brief submitted by ALRB on Friday argues that view is a narrow and extreme interpretation of the law. This would imperil a wide variety of health and safety inspection regimes, such as FDA inspections, social welfare visits, and utility repairs, writes the board. At its core, this lawsuit is an attempt to disenfranchise farm workers and deprive them of basic information about their right to organize, said ALRB Chair Victoria Hasid. The court is scheduled to hear oral arguments on March 22nd. Citing progress on VAs, water board member calls it quits. State water board member Tam Doduk believes the board will approve a Bay Delta plan that includes voluntary agreements, VAs, with the agricultural water interests. And for that reason, Doduk said she will not seek another term. Dodek was speaking at a recent meeting of the Planning and Conservation League, an environmental lobbying group. Dodek said she had joined the board to get the Bay Delta plan passed. While she wished otherwise, moving forward on the plan without a voluntary agreement would be a non-starter, she said. Dodek saw hope in the fact that any plan put forward will go through a complex scientific, legal, and policy review by the board, staff, and the administration. Dodek's first term as a board member ended January 15th. Now keep in mind, several environmental groups pulled out of Bay Delta negotiations last year because of the Newsom administration's commitment to voluntary agreements. Senate narrowly backs Trump WOTUS OK's budget resolution. The Senate on Friday approved a budget resolution that will provide a path for President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion stimulus package. But Republicans first used a series of amendments to force Democrats to take stands on numerous environmental and immigration issues, including the reach of federal water regulations. During a relatively rare all-night session, the Senate narrowly went on record in favor of protecting a Trump-era rule restricting the jurisdiction of the Clean Water Act. An anti-biofuels amendment sponsored by Texas Senator Ted Cruz, a staunch ally of oil refiners, divided his fellow Republicans and was overwhelmingly defeated. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Direct payments down, but still historically high this year. Government farm payments are still likely to fall significantly this year, but the cliff won't be quite as stiff as it once looked like it would be. In its latest farm income forecast, USDA estimates farmers will receive $25.3 billion in government payments this year, which is about twice the amount producers 
typically were receiving before the Trump administration began pouring money into the farm economy through the market facilitation program. Last year, government payments hit $46 billion. The government aid is expected to include $8 billion in funding to be distributed from the omnibus bill enacted in December. USDA also estimates farmers will get $2.5 billion in additional coronavirus food assistance program payments and $2.8 billion through the Paycheck Protection Program's forgivable loans. Price loss coverage payments are expected to hit $5.2 billion this year, up about $200 million from 2020. Agriculture risk coverage payments are projected to all but disappear falling from $1.3 billion last year to less than $25 million. You can read our report on the farm income at agripulse.com. After pause, booming demand for H-2A. Demand for H-2A farm workers appears to be on the rise again, despite some evidence of softening during the COVID-19 pandemic. The American Farm Bureau Federation, which tracks the program, reports the number of certified H-2A positions jumped nearly 20% of the quarter that ended December 31st, compared to the same quarter in 2019. The number of certified positions had declined just slightly in the third quarter of 2020, compared to the same period in 2019. There also was a large increase of about 28% in applications during the last quarter of 2020, meaning there's likely to be another big increase in certified positions during the first quarter of this year. So what happened? Well, American Farm Bureau economist Veronica Nye argues the slowdown in applications as the pandemic was ramping up last year wasn't due to a lack of demand, but rather uneasiness about how the H-2A program would operate as a result of COVID-19. Looking ahead, well, on Thursday... USDA is releasing the annual farm labor survey that the Labor Department will use to set minimum H-2A wage rates for 2021. The Trump administration tried to scrap the USDA survey last fall and freeze wage rates for this year, but those moves were blocked by the courts. FDA moves to coolers and investigation of lettuce from Yuma. The Food and Drug Administration is focusing on commercial coolers in an effort to pinpoint contamination problems with romaine lettuce from Yuma County, Arizona. FDA says it, quote, plans to begin collecting samples of romaine lettuce from commercial coolers in February and intends to continue sampling through the end of the romaine harvest season in Yuma. The samples will be tested for E. coli and salmonella, FDA said. The assignment, as FDA called it, comes, quote, as part of ongoing surveillance efforts following a 2018 E. coli outbreak that killed five people and sickened more than 200. Dairy exports set record high in 2020. The U.S. exported about 2.4 million metric tons of dairy products in the 2020 calendar year, setting a new record high according to the International Dairy Foods Association and USDA data. While logistical issues challenged the industry in 2020 and some continue today, U.S. dairy exports maintained an accelerated pace throughout the year, said IDFA President and CEO Michael Dykes. 
Export volumes were boosted by 10% over 2019, setting an all-time record for export volumes in one year and pushing export values to more than $6 billion for the first time since 2014. Here's today's He Said It. The grocery workers who encounter hundreds of potentially infected customers every day deserve temporary hazard pay. That Assembly Speaker Anthony Rendon of Lakewood in a letter with 10 other Democratic Assembly members calling for hazard pay for grocery, drug retail, and pharmacy workers. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, February 8th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jack Alley.